Recorded live.
spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. That was uh, Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. May the Lord God add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his word. In yes. Jesus' name. Now, I'm sorry about that talk, too. Uh, we had experiencing technical difficulties with the phone line. Call so, back in. We, uh, we are glad that you can join us. The uh, phone was muted. Uh, we forgot to take you off mute, and that's, that's our, our fault. But we are here to talk to, and the title of the lesson is The Spirit of Addiction. Yes. The Spirit of Addiction. And uh, as you know, we covered in, in previous lessons the spirit of depression. Depression. And we showed you how spirits come in many forms. Yeah. And some spirits are sent from God, and some spirits are the fallen angels that came with Satan. Right. And we showed you that. So we showed you the different types of spirits. And anytime, brothers and sisters, you have something that, that uh, does not allow you to change or uh, something that won't allow you to break the certain habits you have, it can be a spirit. And you have to seek out those type of things, but you have to seek out those type of things according to the scriptures. You have to identify those things, and you have to rebuke those things in the yes. name of Jesus. You yes. have to rebuke them in the name of Jesus because the Lord says, resist the devil, and he will what? He will, he will, he will flee. So anything that you're going through, that you're trying to break, you have to resist the devil and he will flee. And you have to resist the devil and rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. So uh, we have some statistics here that our sister Dacia uh, found for us and uh, researched for us, and we thank her uh, gratefully for that. Uh, So we're talking about lust, sisters and brothers, and lust comes in many forms. You mean lust? Lust. And lust can be an addiction? Yes, brother. Eating food can be an addiction. What about shopping? Shopping. Can you become a shopaholic? Yes. Yes. Can you? Can you? Can you? Anything uh, that is holic is can be an addiction. Alcoholic, shopaholic, all of those are are forms of addiction. Mm. Okay. I like that, Will. So as we deal with lust, uh, Julius, uh, Sister Garcia has done some research on porn. I know a lot of people like porn out there. A lot of people in the in the social media world, like porn, because you can go on Facebook and porn can just pop up on your page yeah. if you click on the wrong link. Brothers and sisters, you can Google something just random and be full-fledged into a porn. I mean, that's how the uh, the Internet has gone these days. You can type in something that had to do with fixing your car, and it could come up. You can type in a ride and uh, for your car. I'm saying, sisters, brothers, you can type in a ride for your car and something might come up pertaining to porn. I'm just, seriously, I'm telling you the truth. That's yeah. how social media has, and Internet has come, and it has all these slang yeah. and catchy words that porn has. So it says here 64% of men are addicted to viewing porn on a monthly basis. Uh, 64% of men are addicted to it and, and, and are watching porn. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you talking about the world or are you talking about Christian men. Men, period, brothers. The world ain't Christian men. It, just, it was just a statistic that they went and researched and they talked to men and said, hey, do you watch porn? Do you be porn? And 64% of those men say, hey, I be watching porn. And sisters and brothers, I believe, I believe according to some of these statistics, um, that a lot of this is in the church. And the reason why is because the Lord said judgment shall start in the house of the Lord. Yes. Because that's where uh, you go to supposedly get your meal and your medicine, get your word on, get your praise on, but then we got it all up in the church. Yes, brother. And, and listen to this. This is the crazy part. 79% of those men are between 
18 and 30 years old. And, you know, they, they probably didn't go talk to the teenagers because of the legal age and not consulting with their parents. Uh-huh. So a lot of teenagers are not going to come out and say, I watch porn. But sisters and brothers, you have to be cognizant of what your child is doing, yes. what your child is watching, yes. and they're not in your presence. Yes. They think they're in the room, they're doing clothes, watching Scooby-Doo and Tiny Toons, but they can be full-fledged watching pornography. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. And you have to monitor yeah. your, your children's devices. You can go through their Google searches and see what they Google yeah. search, and it can be, you know, you never know because back in the day you had to have a parental code to watch porn, but now it's full-fledged on on the Internet. Well, I'm going to say it like this. It's on regular television. Yeah. It's on regular television, uh, yeah, a form of soft porn, but yet, hey, you might well, it might, this, this is the way the world has developed, Will. It has degenerated, so any, anything and everything goes, and it's all designed to really, really take you from God. Man, dude, we're going to talk about that in a lesson. Now, three out of ten, uh, watch three out of ten people watch porn daily, and they probably haven't even, it's a men, but it's, they haven't even, and if, we don't even have a statistic on women, because women watch porn, so y'all not going to escape this. This falls on everybody. Women watch porn, too, and you got couples that watch porn together, and you have people that watch uh, gay but porn. Will, but Will, wait, 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 wait. Somebody going to call into the show and say, you're judging. I'm not judging, but these statistics, they admitted to watching this. Brother Will didn't go around and persecute nobody. They came over wow. and they admitted to watching wow. this. So I'm not judging. They are judging themselves. So, they know rightfully that they are watching this. And you have people that see Brother you It all is a tactic by Satan the devil. Because now you have gay porn, you have bisexual porn. All this is wrong, period. So you're telling me, according to the statistics, that our sister Dacia the, uh, searched out three out of ten Men watch porn daily? Yes. It sounds like an addiction, Will. So somebody from the book of Daniel said, used to have a stronghold on me, but thank God for these commandments. Sisters and brothers, those are true testimonies. So my friend here is really As a matter of fact, send, send us those testimonies. We want to hear from you, sisters and brothers, I know because somebody, it affects us all and our, all our families, Will. Somebody out there on this page has watched the porn and still may be suffering from that addiction to this day because it's a hard thing to break especially if you're single and you're not married and you don't have no one to go home to. Everybody gets caught up in their lust, and they look for different avenues to vent. Well, let's get to the to the scriptures, Will, and let's see what the scriptures say about these matters. So, brothers and sisters, um, one of the greatest things that leads to uh, addiction is temptation. Being tempted is one of the greatest things. So a lot of times, brothers and sisters, addiction starts by being tempted. By being tempted, you see something that you want, and usually when you're tempted and you love for something, it's something that you have no business having. It's something that you have no business even being in possession of. It's something you have no business even dealing with. So we're going we're going to show you because uh, you can, you can't really lust after something that you own. Mm-hmm. You can lust after your wife, but hey, you can call your wife anytime you want to and say, "Hey, babe, I'm coming home. Let's do that thing." You know, so you can call your wife or your yeah. husband and say that. But usually when you uh, lust after something, it's something that is not yours to begin with. Wow. So we're going to get to the bottom of that, and we're going to talk about all of that. So first we're going to begin in Matthew, the sixth chapter, Julius. Okay. We're going to talk about a little temptation right quick. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Yes. Verse 9. Matthew 6 and 9. 
and we're going to talk about daily prayer, Matthew 6 and 9. Go ahead. After this matter, therefore pray ye. Yes. Our Father which art in heaven. Yes. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Go ahead, brother. Thy kingdom come. Yes. Thy will be done in earth yes. as it is in heaven. So your will is going to be done on earth, Father, just like it is in heaven. So everything, and I'm pretty sure there ain't no poor going on in heaven. And so we have to change the will that we have right now that the Lord has for the earth right now. Yes. So keep going, Julius. Give us this day our daily bread. So our daily bread, give us this day. This is a daily prayer. Give us this day. Feed us from day to day. And spiritually and physically, yes. go ahead. And forgive us of our debts. So forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. So let's get a little forgiveness going on, sisters and brothers, and all things that we have to learn to forgive so we can be forgiven. Go ahead. And lead us not. It's a temptation we wow. have. Lead us not into temptation. So, sisters and brothers, if you have an addiction to something, this is part of your daily prayer that you be led not into those temptations. But what? But deliver us from evil. So, with temptation comes evil. Evil always follows temptation. I like that. So, brothers and sisters, the book says before a downfall is always a warning. That's right. It's always a warning before uh, a something happens. So pride, pride comes before destruction. Pride you know? comes before destruction. So, this is a warning to ourselves. When you see that you have those type of problems, before you turn and befall evil befalls you, get rid of that temptation, sister and brother. Uh, keep going, Julius. For thine is the kingdom yes. and the power yes. and the glory forever. Amen. Amen, brother Julius. So now let's go to Matthew 26 chapter, brother Julius. Matthew 26 chapter. And we yes. can show how temptation comes about because he said lead is not temptation, but the Lord is not tempting you. Go ahead, Julius. Uh, Matthew 26 and verse 41. Go ahead. Watch and pray. Yes. That you enter not into temptation. So, brothers and sisters, you have to watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. That's why it said lead us not into temptation. Right. That's part of your prayer. You have to pray that you are led not. Go ahead. Keep the going. The spirit indeed is willing. Yes. But the flesh will is weak. So the, the spirit wants to serve God. Right. The spirit wants to do the right thing. But as soon as you put on this flesh, brothers and sisters, you get weak, you get weary. You go out into the streets and you see things that you want that you should not have. Yep. And that flesh tells you, Brother Will, you can have that. You can have that sister. You can have that, you can have that car. You can have the, that stuff in the store that you can afford. You can just put that in the bag anywhere and don't pay for it. But, Will, my question is, what does all this have to do with addiction? Brother and sister, we're going to get some examples of how Someone was led off into temptation and committed a great sin. So, Brother Julius, James 1, James 1. See, you see, sisters and brothers, all the answers are here. you got to seek it out. That's why the Lord left the greatest thing in the world. Yes. He left his word because yes. he's trying to save us in every conceivable way, sisters and brothers. He is. The, the, the question is, are you willing to listen? Can you take instructions? Do you want to live forever? Because in this flesh and blood realm, it's temporary. Everything is temporary. But who are you trying to save us from, Julius? Ourselves. 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 Save us from ourselves, brothers and sisters. Wow. That's who we need to be salvaged from, ourselves. That man in the mirror, that's who you need to be saved from. And if again. nobody else attacking you out here but yourself. Brothers and sisters, when you look wow. at that mirror, you got to tell yourself, hey, why are you doing this to me? This is real talk. <laughs> why are you causing me to lust? Get off me. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, brother. But you're looking at the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Mm. I'm asking him. James, first chapter, because we're going to talk about temptation. Because the, the, the people, a lot of brothers, 
and say, they say, well, you know what? The Lord sent that scripture to me. He tried to tempt me. He tried to tempt me. Wait a minute. He tried to tempt me. He tried to tempt me. Go ahead, Julius. We're going to talk about this. James, the first chapter, verse 13. Go ahead. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Wait, wait. Let no man say when he is tempted that God tempted me, I'm tempted of God. Go ahead. They say, well, the devil made me do it. God made me do it. No, he didn't. Go ahead. Why? Why, Julius? Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be. Wait. God, what? Cannot. Keep going. Be tempted with evil. God cannot be tempted with evil. So whatever is brought upon you is brought upon you because of yourself. So you got to say, self, you are the product of and, and the problem here. You are the problem here. It ain't had nothing to do with God. Keep going. But God cannot be tempted with evil, yes. neither tempted he any man. But why? What? Why? Do you but mean? every man is tempted when yes. he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed them, brother. So, the temptation not comes from, not from God, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. Yes. So when you lust for something that has you have no basis with, that's when you become tempted, and you act on those things, sisters and brothers. You act on that temptation. That's why the lead is not a temptation. You don't supposed to act on those things. You might see a beautiful sister. You might see a fine brother out there that you can't act on. You may acknowledge it in your mind and say, "Hey, that sister look good," and you have to keep it moving. Right. You can't say stop and say, "Wait, wait a minute." Let me check this sister out some more because uh-huh. why, Julius? We're going to go to Matt. Matt we didn't finish that. We'll oh, finish it then. Verse, <laughs> verse 15. Then, Will, yeah. when lust has conceived, yes. it bringeth forth sin. Oh, wait a minute. See, we couldn't forget that. We cannot forget that because when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. Yes. So when you act on that lust, that's when sin walks right in the door, sister and brother. Mm. Keep going. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. So sin is what? What's the definition of sin, Julius? According to First uh, John three four, sin is the transgression of the law. So brothers and sisters, when you sin and you break the Lord's commandments, yes. His laws and His statutes, yes, you have just signed an agreement with death. That's it. And the only way you can get from under that agreement is being baptized and repent and confess your sins for you to get under wow. that from under that contract of death. Wow. So, Julius, we're going to see how uh, you, how you can get drawn away by your lust, Julius, how you can get drawn away by your lust. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Yes, Brother Darius, the way to sin is death. I don't want to die. And the mirror is the Bible. Rodrigo, that's just the mirror is the Bible. How you doing, Brother Rodrigo? Welcome to the show. Matthew 5, Matthew 5 verse 27. Matthew 5, verse 27. Okay. We got, I'm there, Will. Let's go. Let's go. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. Yes, yes. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. So, brothers and sisters, it's been said that people, you know, say, hey, that thou shalt not commit adultery. You should. You shouldn't commit adultery. We know. Oh, everybody knows that. If you brought up in anybody's church. They teach you, thou shalt not commit adultery. Whether you follow or not, it's on you. Yeah. Everybody knows because when you go mess with somebody that you have no means to mess with, you know you're doing wrong within your heart. When you watch a porn and watch somebody else woman perform on that movie, that's not definitely not your wife. That's definitely not your girlfriend on that movie. You already know that you are doing some act of adultery and fornication and lasciviousness, <laughs> brothers and sisters. So 
if you are watching those kind of films and you are in your mind, because everybody knows when they watch those type of movies, they it, it is designed. They imagine they, they perform an act with whoever's on that movie. It, are you saying that it's designed to, to get you aroused? Yes. To get you to a point where, okay, I want to do that too. Yes. But if you ain't got nobody to do it with, that's how people uh, get raped. That's how people get abused. That's how people get abducted and done sexual things to Julius because, hey, if you don't got nobody rightfully to go home to and perform those acts, then you might get so aroused, you might go out there and take something that doesn't belong to you. That's true. And we're going to show in the scriptures how someone took something that did not belong to them. Wow. I keep going, Julius. Verse 29. Verse 29. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out. Wait. If your right eye offends thee, so if you're looking at something and you can't take it, pluck that eye. Close your eye. Keep going. And cast it from thee. Yes. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. So, brothers and sisters, if you cannot stop stealing, and you, and you right hand, to cut your right hand off, it might just save your whole soul. Okay, what, what do you do if, if you're addicted to sin, Will? Because that's the spirit, too. Some people, how they say, remember that movie, can't get right, can't do right? Well, if you're addicted to sin, you have to kill this old you. You have to kill the old you. The book says the old you has to die daily. Right. The old man has to die daily. You have to kill that old man off. But I'm so real. I'm born into sin. And the book says you have to put on and become a new creature. A new creature, Julius. So let's go and get us an example, Julius, how someone was driven away by their lust. We're going to go to 2 Samuel 11. 2 Samuel 11, because we're going to show you in the scriptures, uh, 2 Samuel 11, how someone acted on their lust and how they created an even greater problem for themselves. Wow. Second Samuel 11, verse 2. Man. 11 is 2. That's powerful. And again, welcome uh, to the Obama Gilead radio show. Tonight's uh, title is The Spirit of Addiction, Part 2, The Other Addiction. Okay. Lust. Lust. We're dealing with lust today. So Second Samuel 11, chapter, pick it up at 2. Julie, let's go. And it came to pass in an evening time that David, 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 David arose from off his bed yes. and walked up on the, on the roof of the king's house. Yes. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing herself, yes. and the woman was very beautiful to look upon. So that's where it should have stopped. He saw this woman, and she was beautiful to look upon. It should have stopped right there, sisters and brothers. He should have took it no further. He, he looked off the rooftop, and he saw the woman washing herself. He should have said, oh, it's a beautiful sister, went back in his house, closed his door, and went on about his business. But let's see what role he took. Keep going. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So they came back. He sent a servant to inquire who this is. Right. Go, te- go check out this chicken and tell me who this woman is. <laughs> you know, hey, hey we're going to talk like you talk on the street. The day <laughs> chicken ain't the day, hey, bro. I'm just saying, if you see a woman <laughs> and you with your boys, yeah. you say, hey, go check out. Go, go, go check her out and see who she with. You in the bar, you say, go check her out. Ask her some questions for me. Ask her who she with. Yeah. Go see if she with a girl or see if she with a guy. So they came back with the report, and they said, this is Uriah the Hittite's wife. Right, right. This is his wife. So David should have stopped right then and there, sisters and brothers. He should have fleed from sin and said, hey, I'm not going to deal with another man's wife and bowed out. Hey, I'm done. Let's see what he did. Verse 4. And David sent messengers and took her. And took her. So when you take something, that's something that does not rightfully belong to you. Keep going. And she came in unto him, Uh and he lay with her. Yes. 
for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned to her house. So she stayed and purified herself from her uncleanness, and she returned back to her peers. So he, he came, and a lot of this happens today. A lot of people, they don't have no uh, want to deal with your wife. They just want to lay with her and give her back to you. They what? don't want to keep her. What? Yes. Any brother that commits adultery with your wife has no intent of keeping your wife, taking care of your wife, being financially responsible for your wife. They just want to lay with your wife, deceive her, and give her back to you, like use and abuse material. What? And that's exactly what he did. He borrowed this man's wife and gave it back to her until this problem arose. Keep going. Verse 5, yes. And the woman conceived. Now we got a problem. See, I tried, I was just borrowing her, but now she could see, now she came up pregnant. Now we have a real issue. Keep going. And Senate told David and said, I'm with child. I'm pregnant. So she said and told David, I'm having your baby. I'm having it. No, brother. Don't look at me, brother. TV. Okay, like, like you said. Hey, I'm with child. So sit down and see how David, so brother and sister, we're we going to have to skip and move along. But as you read the story, read some of this on your own. Yeah. And David called for Uriah the Hittite. He was away in battle, and David called for him and sent for him. And because David was going to pawn this off as being his child. Right. And this happens every day in the community. Your wife or your girlfriend go get pregnant, and she's too, by somebody else, she's too afraid to come and tell you that she's pregnant. So she makes you believe that it's your child. Wow. So he went and got Uriah drunk and tried to get him to lay with his wife. But the crazy part about it, the Lord fixed the whole situation. Yes. Uriah was so dedicated. dedicated as a servant to David, he came and laid at his master's doorstep and did not even lay with his wife. So David, because of his lust and because sin has set in, and once sin comes in, it right. brings irrational thinking. Right, right. When you sin, you start thinking irrational. So we're going to see what, how David took it to fix this problem. Uh, verse 19, 15. Uh, we, I thought we read 15. We didn't read 15. Keep going. Yes, keep going. 15, Julius. And he wrote in a letter saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, yes. and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten and die. So, because he couldn't fix the problem on his own, he charged them to kill him, to set him up to be killed. And so now, not only has he committed adultery, but now he's going to commit murder. Wow. So sin brings about sin. Yep. The more you try to fix sin, nothing, it brings about nothing sin. good can come of this. Nothing. I'm reading this, and nothing good can come of this. So uh, uh, skip down to 19. And charge the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling the matters of the war unto the king. Yes. And it was so be that the king wept arrived, and he said to thee, Wherefore approach ye so near to the city when you did fight? Know ye not that they would shoot from the wall? So he's hoping that they shoot from the wall and kill him. He said, hey, if he don't get killed in battle, I'm hoping that they shoot from the wall and they kill him. Uh-huh. So, Julius, we're going, to, uh, so we're going to go down, and you read verse 20? Uh, yes. We're going to go down and the 12th chapter, Julius, uh-huh. the 12th chapter, because David knew he had sin. David knew that he was doing wrong because, hey, he, he, tried, to fix it. he tried to fix it. So anytime you do wrong, you try to fix it. You're wrong if you're done. Try to cover it up. Try to cover it up. But the Lord sent Nathan to David to tell David a parable about a man who had a lamb. And he said, there's another man who had plenty of uh, sheep and lamb. Right. But you looked upon this one man's lamb, and you took it for yourself. And you took it. And you took this man's only lamb, because David had many wives. Right. 
but he looked upon Bathsheba, which was, which was Uriah's yeah. only wife. Right. He took his only wife when he could have had any wife that he had that was in his chamber. Right. He could have had all the wives, but he took the man's only wife, so he tried to fix the matter. And when he heard the parables, he said, Nathan, who is this guy you're talking about? Because yeah. he was like, man, this, this dude is tripping. Yeah. And Nathan said, it is you. You are that guy, David. Yes. And David was like, wow, I'm that guy? Wow. So reality set reality set in. Get, uh, 12, we're going to go to 12 and read verse 13, do you? 13. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Wow. And Nathan said unto David, the Lord also has put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. So he said, the Lord has forgiven you, but, and, but put away. He has put away, but you ain't going to die. You ain't going to die, but something's going to befall you. But you ain't going to die. He ain't going to take your life, but something is going to befall you, and we're going to see what befell him. Julius, keep going. How be it, because by this deed that has given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. Wow, Julius. And if you keep on reading, brothers and sisters, mm. the Lord say, because you have done this thing in a secret, I shall do it before everyone, Every, and everyone in the sons shall witness the things that I'm going to do to you. And wow. you keep on reading, brothers and wow. sisters, that um, one of David's sons slept with one of his wives on top of the roof of his own house, and the whole city saw that thing. No peace. And they and, and, and a lot of killing took place in David's house, and it was blood shed throughout the whole generation of his son. No peace. No peace.
He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us, Will, from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness, right. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So, brothers and sisters, we all have sinned and fall short and have fallen short. Wow. We all have That's sinned. Powerful. If you say you have not sinned, you're lying. The truth is not in you. All of us at one time have probably watched the porn, have watched the Playboy, seen the Playboy magazine here and there. We have all been introduced to those type of things. Yeah. And if you say you haven't, then you probably are lying to yourself. Um, wow. Wow. Man. We're looking at your testimony, Sister Brothers. Yeah. We're looking at your statement. And, and I tell you, the, the response is overwhelming. Yeah, there is a problem. There's a problem. Do we have a caller? Caller? Yes, hello. Hi, Sister Siobhan. How are you? Hi. Talk to me. This is Brother Julius. Hi. Hello, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, you have a statement or a question? Well, I actually have a testimony. Can, can you guys hear Sister Siobhan on the phone? It's up as loud as you can go. Yes, can you speak a little bit loud so people can hear you, sister? Go ahead with, yes. your, with your testimony. Well, um, I used to be, a few years ago, like, very addicted to porn. Like, I would watch porn every single day. Wow. Like, every and it was, it was, I just had a, a lust problem, period. Like, I was addicted to sex. Uh-huh. I just had to have it at least five times a week. It was. Wow. It was Savant on the yeah. phone system, brothers. If you can't hear her, she said a couple of years back she was addicted to porn and she used to have to watch porn every day and she was addicted to lust. And you, did you say you used to have to have sex at least uh, five times a week? Yes. Yeah, she said she used to have, to have to have sex at least five times a week. So, man, it, it keep on going, sister. I, 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 I see we're going to have to extend this show a little bit, Will. Because the subject matter is so powerful. Continue, sister. Continue to your testimony. Yeah, it was it was just really bad, and it was obviously a problem, and I didn't want to admit it. Like, I just thought it was normal because you see people on TV, and it's, everything is just so sexual, and it just, it just seems so normal. But it's like once I found the truth, I realized, like, I really had a problem, and I really had to stop. And the only thing that helped me was God. Like, that was the only thing. Thank you, God. God is the only thing that can help us through any problem we have. Any problem we have, he says, Jesus said, anything you ask in my name, the Father shall give you. So if you you ask for help in his name, the Father will give it to you. And and listen to this, 64% of men, we're talking about Christians, admit to viewing uh, a porn. 79% is 18 to 30 years old. Watch it. And then you have three out of ten that's dealing with it daily. All of this is the lust of the flesh. This is Satan the devil. So, sister, if you don't mind me asking, what age group are you in? I am 29 right now. So at the time, I was like 25, 26. So you, you fit in between that 18 and 30 and I mean, that, that's when your home hormones are at, the, at, at, its, at its peak, you know, and everything is about sex, 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 and the music is right. sex. The music, the television. Right. Sex. I mean, HBO after dark is HBO, Showtime, Showtime and HBO after dark is really Showtime. It's dark. 
Well, that, that's, right. uh, that's why they say after dark, because most sin is done in the dark, yes. them, brother. Right. Wow. Yeah, Sister Siobhan, thank you so much for your testimony. Thank you so much. So so we read. Uh, do we have anybody else? Hey, Brother Julius, how are you doing today? Hi. How are you, sis? Sister, we thank you so much. We thank you so much for uh, giving us that testimony. That was a brave thing to do, and a lot of people are on here, and they don't really want to admit that they have done those type of things. And, and the Lord, if the Lord had had you give us that testimony for those people can hear that even though you are serving the Lord, these things befall all of us. They befall all, all of us. all of us. You showed a great thing and a great testimony by saying the Lord brought you out of that. The Lord brought you out of that. Because who else can, Will? Who else can? Nobody can. You know, who else do we have on the line? Hey, Brother Julius, how are you doing today? It's Warren Michigan on the line. Who are we speaking to? It's Warren Michigan on the line, Brother Julius. Hey, Brother Hill class. Hey, sis, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I'd just like to thank the sister for getting on there. Do you know I was talking to a sister, and she didn't even know that was against the Lord until wow. I told her. And she's in her 50s. Do you know a lot of people do not know that's against the Lord? Sister, I have to, I have to fill the people in on what you're saying. So the sister on the phone for Warren, Michigan, she said that she talked to another one of her sister friends, and they didn't even know that that was against the Lord's commandments and statutes to, that we couldn't watch porn and things like that. So she's saying that she didn't even know that was against the Lord. Uh, one of her friends did not know that. So keep going, sister, with your testimony. Yeah, I, I, I had to tell my talk to quite a few people. They really, because their pastors, their ministers, is not teaching them wow. that that is a lustful spirit. That's and lustful she kept spirit. saying, you mean to tell me I can't look at that? I say, no, you can't look at that. That is against the Lord. Would you look and at you it there it. Would you look at it in the family setting? No, you wouldn't look at it in the family setting. So it's something evidently wrong with it. If you wouldn't sit down and look at it as a whole family with your kids and everything, and you have to watch it behind closed doors, it's something. Like you'd be on a train trying to watch porn, and people be looking at your phone, and then you see people hide their phones on the train because they know it's wrong. They know it's not an openly thing to do. Uh, to watch it in the open. So you have people just watching it, and when people walk past, they have their phone real quick. So they know it's wrong when they're doing it. Wow. No, when I, when I was in Mississippi at Tyson, no, they was not hiding the phone. They was wide open with it. I've well, never that, seen nothing like sin, that. Sin has become so bold. It's become so yes. it, it all counts. You see, sister, you see, sister, brother, when you open up the door, the books are a little leaven leaven the whole loaf. So you open yes. up to a whole lot of activity, and now yes. it is uh, uh, taught and, and viewed as acceptable, and that is the norm. Yes. It's not normal. It is not normal. Yes. Uh, no. The Lord said, I planted you a noble vine, and now we have become degenerate, and, uh, right. degenerate in the eyes of the Lord. So as the, as the people get worse, the Lord is going to bring judgment on this earth and on the people, sisters and brothers, and that's what yeah. you know, to warn you. We're not just ministers. We're warners. We're watchers, and we're warners. So the book says, come out of sin. Yes. Right. Thank you for I appreciate, appreciate y'all doing, doing this lesson because now that a lot of people know that you got it on Facebook, they're yes. going to look at it, and they're going to like, wow, that's against the Lord. I really better not do it. I better seek the young. But who are they going, going to go to? They can't go to the pastor. Because yes. I'm going to tell you something. 50 plus. 
to do these type of shows, and the elders have allowed us to do these type of shows. Yeah. It's just certain stuff that he can't deal with behind a roster and a certain right. topic that he can't touch on because, uh, you know, a lot of people would, might get in distraught about it and say, hey, how do you get know. from the roster? And, you know, a lot of people just start off on it. They, they, they venture of saying, hey, these guys in the coat, they talk about porn. Because you know, a lot of people tune in the middle of episodes, middle of lessons, they get online and they watch bits and pieces of what Brother Bowie talks about and they critique right. it to a way left field with it. You know, right, yes, they do. Yes, I know this. Let's but it needs to, need to be taught to help our young people. And you, you know, 40% of that is in marriages. Yes, yes. The husband be wanting the wife to do it. It's in marriage because the sister asked the brother on Bible study, is the husband supposed to be trying to do the thing? He said, no. She said, I'm going to tell him, too, because I knew that one right. Praise God. So, sister, we have to we have to move on now. We thank you so much. Yes, and I appreciate it. Yes. I thank you all. With us next week. Okay. Yes, thank you. Praise God. Thank you. We love you so much. Uh, we have to love y'all, too. To ask the question. She said, is there lust in marriage? Is there lust in marriage, Julia? The answer is uh, yes. There, yes. You know, uh, sin is a transgression of the law. But there are some things that you could do. That get, The Lord said do all things decent and in order. And we know that this, can, this subject matter can open up a lot of doors. But the, the book is the book. Is the, book. Wow. the Lord said he's holy. Be ye holy. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Wow. You do things decent and in order. We have and and be holy like your God is holy. We have another story. Right. Sister Sarai Israel says she used to be bisexual and she says she haven't done that wow. and haven't been that way in eight years. Praise and the Lord. Praise wow. God, the Lord has brought you out of that. Uh praise the Lord. The wages of sin is death. Yes, yes. Praise the Lord, sister. Uh sister, you have to uh, mute your phone now. We have to uh uh, have to phone you. And, and the way to, to give to God is, see, this show is about healing medicine. Yes. The word yes. of God can fix yes. it. Listen, listen. The word of God can fix anything, yes. sisters and brothers. Do you want to be fixed? Or do you want to die? Man. The Lord said, I said before yes. you, life and blessing, yes. curse and death. He yes. said, choose life. If you love the world and the things of the world, you will die. Yes. Even the second death will. Where are we going, bro? We're going to do two more scriptures and we're going to get out of here. First, uh, let's go to Psalm 32 and 5. Thank you for those testimonies. Psalm 32 and 5. Because you have to confess your sins and you have to repent, sister and brother. That even David repented from all he did yes. and he confessed his sins. Yes. Uh, verse 32 and uh, 5. Psalm 32 and 5. It yes. reads, I acknowledge my sin yes. unto thee. Sound like what the sister yes. did. Yes. And mine iniquity have I not hid. Yes. So you can't hide that thing that you did. You have to acknowledge what you've done, and you have to move forward. You have to face it head on. Keep going. I said I will confess my transgressions yes. unto the Lord, yes. and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. So you confess your sins. You stop, you mortify those members of your body. You put out all of that. You confess your sins. Yes. You repented from your sins. Yes. You baptized. And the Lord said he forgave you of your transgressions. So, sisters and brothers, it can happen. It can happen to you. You just have to do it right. You have to confess your really? sins. And, and James, the fifth chapter, says, confess your sins once to another. Right. That you may be healed. We'll, we'll listen, listen, listen. 
the Lord. Listen, the Father and the Son is the greatest parents in the creation. Yes. So what he does, he allows us to stray out so that we can catch ourselves. Yes. But it's just like the prodigal son. Come back. Yes. Don't get so far out because some people say, I don't went so far, I will. I, I just can't. God won't forgive me. Yes, he will. I had a prayer with my own brother, and like I told you, I was going to talk to the people about it. Jesus and the Father, like you said, are the greatest parents that we can have ever been yes. given on earth and heaven. Yes. Spiritual. And just like any parent, you know how you, us parents, we get phone calls of our kids in school, our kids acting up. Now, you waiting patiently at home for your kids to come home. Yes. Now, when your kids come home, you chastise them. You talk to them. You sit them down. You chastise You smack them up a little here and there. You don't set a ride. And that's the same thing the Lord does. When the Lord, when you sin, the Lord and Jesus and the Father are waiting patiently at home yes. for you to return. Yes. They're waiting for you to come home. Yes. And they're waiting patiently. And when you get home, they might chastise you a little bit, might smack you up a little bit, but they are merciful. At the end of the day, you forgive your kids, and you show mercy to your kids, and you love them. And if your kids never do that again, you forget those things they have done. And the Lord says that he's going to forget those things you've done. Go to Isaiah 43, John. Wow. Isaiah 43 and 25. Isaiah 43 and 25. Because he loves us, sisters and brothers. Sin is selfish. Yes. It's all about us. It's all about pleasing the flesh. It's all about... We don't care who we're hurting. All I care about is me. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Isaiah 43, verse 25. All these answers. All these answers. The greatest book ever written. The greatest book ever written. 43 and 25. Isaiah 43 and 25. Yes. It reads, I, even I, am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake. Yes, for his own sake. And yes. we will not remember thy sin. For the Lord, for his own sake, because he came and died and laid down his life for our sins, for his own sake, he said he's going to blot out your transgressions and he will never forgive. So if you repent, sister and brothers, you ain't got to feel some way about coming back to God that you've done too much to repent, you've done too much to come But they're going to judge me, Will. They're going to judge me. Get them. Repent so you can be saved. Forget what your friends think. Forget what your family thinks. Confess your sins for your salvation. If you have a problem, Go and talk to someone about your addiction. Go get help. Go talk to your elders. Go talk to your, maybe you got to talk one-on-one with your pastors. You have people that love you that, that want you to get salvation. And you have people that outright to judge you. Those are not the people you want to talk to. You want to talk to the people that you know that are really interested in giving you help, sisters and brothers. And if you don't have enough faith, sisters and brothers, faith. ask the Lord to help your unbelief. Yes. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, help my unbelief. I want to turn. I don't want to be this way no more. I don't want to live this way no more because the wages of sin is death and you can't lie. Yes. So, therefore, sisters and brothers, the Lord said, if you turn to me, I'll turn back to you. Yes. The only way that God can leave you is if you leave him. Yes. So Jesus, That's why he says, come back, Will. What are we doing? We're going to close out with our last scripture, Matthew 12. Do we have to end? Yes, we have to, brother. Matthew 12 and 31. Matthew 12 and 31. Verse 31, it reads, yes. Wherefore, I say unto you, yes. all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven yes. unto men. Yes. But blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Yes. Wow. So, brothers and sisters, with all that you do, you have to remind yourself that if you repent with a whole heart and you change your way, all manner of sin in the world that comes shall be forgiven, except for blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. So, blasphemy against the Holy Ghost is when you... Uh, Telling 
God, that you know the word, but you're not doing it, and the word that, that you're reading is not right. That's blasphemy. When you're telling the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you and lead you and guide you to all and truth, you refuse. but you refuse to adhere to what he's saying and to what the word is saying, and you doing contrary to the word, and you are teaching contrary to the word, sisters and brothers. We yes. are outright teaching contrary, but you know and you believe in your heart that that's the word, but you treat, teach it contrary to the word. Yes. That's blasphemy yes. against the Holy Spirit. So, brothers and sisters, as long as you don't go that route and those boundaries, you don't cross those boundaries, all other matters sin can be forgiven. You just have to repent, pray, and get baptized if you haven't been baptized. And if you've been baptized, you can still be forgiven. You just have to repent. And with a whole heart and confess your sins once another, that you may be healed because that's all part yes. of being healed, brothers yes. and sisters, is confession. And if you are addicted to something that you are sick, you are sick and you need to be healed. Addiction is, a, is an illness. And they it's try a spirit. We'll fear it. It's a spirit. So, brothers and sisters, we thank you for your time. We love you, sisters and brothers. And, and share, please. Yes. Go back and watch this. Share this. Pass it around. Instagram, Facebook, yes. Twitter. Talk to you. We love you guys. Just come on, Israel said, uh, thank I, you for I, I, all I those coming. I have a problem. I need help. So, sisters, Simone, if you, uh, you want to, you can inbox us. Uh, and we'll talk to you. And uh, anybody else that wants to inbox us, we'll talk to you, and we'll keep you on our prayer list. So anybody that wants to inbox us prayer uh, requests, we do take prayer requests in our inbox. So go ahead. Feel free to inbox us. And as we always say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine down upon you. We have a grace to you. May the Lord give you peace, brothers and sisters. Thank you. We love you. And we'll see you again next Thursday. In Jesus' name. Jesus is the answer. Yes. 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 Good night, sisters and brothers. Good night. Talk to you. Talk to you. Are you on mute? No, they are on mute. Talk to you. Are you there? Talk to you. Are you there? Hello, Hello. brothers. Have a good night. Hello. Hi. Hi. Good evening. Uh, You're on live with uh, Brother Will and Brother Julius on the bomb of Gilead. Could we hear your statements or your questions or comments? Tell us what you thought about tonight's show. I enjoyed the lesson. It was a blessing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Sweet. Man. Sweet George, you out there? Yes, brothers. The show was good. I enjoyed it. Wow. Keep on teaching, brothers. You're helping out so many people. In Jesus you are helping name. them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Who else we got out there? Who else do we have on talk show? If no one else, who's that? Hello? Do we have anybody else on talk show? <laughs> okay, well, we thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you again next Thursday. We love you.